Hello and welcome back to Creative Corporates. You're here with Cardi. And as always, I'm Ali, until further notice. Um, and today we just wanted to do a little bit of check-in about how we're going during lockdown in New South Wales Australia. For those who are listening internationally, Australia has largely gone back into lockdown due to the Delta variant and also the uh, slow progression of the vaccine rollout which to me um, is obviously really terrible, but hasn't materially impacted my day to day, but it has impacted my ability to see Cardi. So <laughs> um, this, as I said before, has been the longest time we've been apart physically in a really long time, sad, but we'll just, but we're just gonna have to make do. Um, Zencaster shout out has had great new feature, which allows us to record and see each other at the same time. Really seamless compared to this time last year when we had to awkwardly switch between Zoom and Zencaster. But more on that in another episode. Cardi, okay, how are you going during lockdown? Okay, so I'm loving it to some extent because lockdown equals less pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that it's raining as well because it means I feel like I'm allowed to do less because everyone else is being just as unproductive. One of the things that actually we were talking about earlier that's pretty much in line with I think what I've realised, particularly when I reflect in on last year, is the importance of some sort of routine, even if it's not a strict routine. And so by way of example, I think people love the concept of whether you're in your nine to five job, but the whole idea of, you know, having breakfast, getting out the door, you know, doing your little listening to your podcast on the way into work, being there at work and socializing, um, having your lunch break, finishing up for the day and then going home and then doing, you know, your extra stuff, even though it can get a bit mundane because it's so repetitive. But I think when you compare that to virtually sitting at home where you don't have very much social interaction or, you know, you're probably doing a couple less steps as well, all of those things combined really just make you feel as if the day goes so long. To what you were saying is really one of the things that, you know, has been keeping you going and might add me going is really just having some sort of goal for the day and routine of what are the minimum things that I want to do, even if everyone else is being unproductive. And I found that really helpful. And so that's sort of what I'm doing. Is there anything that you found? Yeah. So on that point, absolutely. So Cardi, a few months ago now, introduced me to this concept of a consistency schedule, which I think we've spoken about a few times. Um, But that's actually given me such a good routine. Um, I'm someone who works from home a lot just because of the nature of my job. So I find like I'm home a lot anyway. So from that perspective, I think I'm adapting better than most. But one thing that really helps me with this consistency schedule is I already know when I get out of bed, there's certain things I have to do with my day. And this isn't necessarily work-related, like work is a given, but it's things that you can kind of tick off to be like, I know I don't even have to think about the things I need to do. I just walk through my list. And by the end of it, you've kind of built a level of accomplishment um, that you have achieved stuff, even if you might not have left your house. So for example, and this will look different for everyone, but largely something that helps your mind helps your body and maybe helps your progression. So for me, 
I sort of do breakfast and coffee for me is on the list because there's something I've really struggled with in the past is having breakfast or remembering. So that's an easy tick, you know, 10 minutes of meditation just to really set myself up. It might be something I need to do first thing in the morning or somewhere throughout the day where I'm kind of feeling a bit frazzled. 20 minutes of reading, but again, that can be audible if you're just trying to move around the house so you don't you don't want to feel idle. And we'll kind of talk through perhaps, Cardi, some of the things are kind of reading and listening to at the moment that have been really helpful. I try then to do about 30, 30 minutes of exercise. I get there sometimes. I don't. It's been raining. I have got an Ally Move subscription though, which has been really helpful. And then like so 20 minutes of working on a passion project. So it might be a recording. It might be us just engaging with something. All up, that whole list only takes me about an hour and five minutes. So an hour and five minutes just to make you feel like you've, t- you've ticked things off your list. So that's something that's really helping me. Um, I'm notoriously, I don't own loungewear, which is really different from most people. So for me, getting up and just getting dressed into like my work outfit um, really helps me distinguish between work and non-work. Yeah, so I think that's really what's helping me. Oh, and drinking water. Make sure you're drinking water. Yeah, no, no. I think that's so important. I mean, I am really intrigued to find out how people are going about I guess their time in lockdown without a routine, but then therefore it being a reflection maybe of, I guess, what they would do when they have time off. So whether that's prompting people to, you know, learn a new skill, you know, do more reading, an interest to do more exercise, whether they're leaning towards something in particular. And if that really demonstrates that that's what they feel like they're lacking during, you know, when they are in that busy period outside of lockdown, because I definitely notice that there are things that I would love to do more of that I just feel like I can't fit in to, you know, my day-to-day schedule, which I can clearly see because I'm doing it now that I feel like I have the time. You know, whether that means that I need to make a change outside of COVID, you know, so that I'm feeling more fulfilled. I'm because, you know, just by way of doing things that I, you know, innately enjoy more of. Um, hopefully people can realize that as well. You know, what fundamentally, you know, do you really love doing um, outside of work? And is there a way that you can do more of that? Yeah. So do you feel like it's that whole level of introspection and you being like, what is something I feel like I haven't, I've neglected that I can do now? And then once you identified that and to give, given us its space to do that thing, maybe then reincorporating that into your routine. Exactly. Yeah, that's nice. Have you got any examples just out of curiosity? Yeah, the main one would be cooking. So I'm actually in the middle of baking bread at the moment. Right. I can't, I mean, honestly, that you're doing great. Like I can't even, you know, I'm sure it smells delicious in the house. Yeah, no, it smells, it smells fresh. Let's just make sure that it um it cooks, you know, spot on. But I think, you know, there are things that, you know, I, I've always known, like I always love cooking. I'm a reasonable cook. But I find during the term time, you know, in the past 10 weeks particularly, I just honestly haven't had the opportunity to properly cook. You know, I've been doing the quick little, you know, the steak with the broccoli, the six-minute wonders that I can just do because it's, you know, just quick, but I haven't really been able to cook. Um, you know, I haven't been able to do the bulk cook. I haven't just done stuff that I enjoy doing. And so anyways, that's just an example of one thing 
that I like to do that I found that I haven't done in the past 10 weeks, but I also find it really difficult to do, you know, just everything. So yeah, that's a little small thing for me. So we'll see what comes of it. Yeah, for sure. So I think rounding it out, have you got any recommendations for people who might want to you know, give reading or um, have some extra time reviewing content? Any key recommendations from CC? Uh, do you mean specific book recommendations? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Well, I guess one that I do love to date is Phil Knight's Shoe Dog. Mm-hmm. And he was basically the Nike the founder of Nike, but I loved that book and I came across it two years ago. Ever since I picked it up, it just, it resonated with me because the narrative was just so well told. I mean, it was, it was more of a narrative than a biography. And I think it just, it excites, it gives you a bit of motivation when you're in a startup about really, I guess, struggle street, you know, how much you've got to do the groundwork to really see Um, your vision blossom. And also, I guess one thing that I particularly liked or realized from that was pretty much that, you know, while you're starting something new, that life goes on. So I think what I mean by that is, you know, as you get older, you know, you can't just isolate yourself, you know, to gain more time to do work. Part of that is, you know, letting family and friends play an a reasonably active role in your life um, because those things are part of the whole journey. It's not a case of you can just sacrifice that aspect of your life, give give yourself 24 hours um, to just focus on, you know, your Nike startup or whatever it is and thinking that that's going to work. I've actually, after reading quite a few biographies, Um, have realized there's a consistent theme that having important and significant relationships is such a healthy part of generating new ideas, creativity, um, and and really that is, I think, what I took out of it. That's interesting. I actually haven't read it, so I'll have to borrow it from you. Yeah, would highly recommend. What about you? I think I have recently discovered Malcolm Gladwell. Um, I, for context, used to read a lot of fiction as a kid. Um, I was big in the young adult scene. I remember um, one of my proud, proudest moments as like a 14 or 15-year-old was going into Dimex and I had read every book in the young adult section, which I think is an indicator of how cool I was in high school. But Malcolm Gladwell has been really good in terms of reshaping my thinking. One of his books was recommended to me by a really good friend called The Tipping Point. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but I would just recommend anyone who's really looking at how epidemics come about in a really engaging way. I have found that to be one of the books that has fundamentally shaped the way I think recently and something I'm looking to adapt moving forward. And then from that, I'm reading his other book, Outliers, you know, why are successful people successful? And it's less about their inherent traits and where they grow up and more about the system. Um, and what things around them that actually helps them. So an example of that is, you know, how in Canada the hockey uh, system there is meant to be a meritocracy on face value. So it doesn't matter where you're from. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, where your parents went to school, et cetera. 
you can't buy your way into elite hockey. It's earned on face value. But actually, if you look at it, the way that the cutoff dates operate means that kids who are born in January, February, or March are more likely to become hockey stars. And that's purely because of the cutoffs for the dates for selection. So if you then look at where elite hockey players come from and you actually do that scoring board, they're seldom born later than March. And why that's really important is because you think about it, a year when you're 9 or 10 makes a material difference. Maybe when you're later on, it doesn't. But knowing that and understanding that means we're actually able to design a system that is fairer and doesn't necessarily tip to a certain group for no other advantage other than when you're what month you're born in. So that's been fantastic. And then for some of our younger listeners who might know John Green from Looking for Alaska or um, Perks of Being a Wallflower, I was a bit older when those came out. Um, he's done a recent nonfiction one on the Anthropocene Reviewed, which is basically looking at different elements of society and rating them out of five, which I find like a really enjoyable easy read and learning more about his life as a writer um, has really inspired me so um, those are coming my recommendations for easy listening for now and then we'll put up a whole bunch of um, Instagrams that I'm also really looking at that have really inspired me on a daily basis in terms of setting up your own ideas and how to get started and just general positive mindset so those would be my recommendations. That's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. So I think that is it for today's episode. Again, stay safe. Um, Use this time to reflect. Use this time to perhaps get to stuff that you would normally do. Um, But I'm sure Cardi's bread is nearly done, so we might end it there. Thanks so much for listening.